0: Welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, the Underground King, Serge Vicente, and we have another, yes, another amazing show for you guys today. Today, I am so humbled to have this dude on the show, man. He has an amazing podca- has podcast himself the shaking my fucking Head podcast, man. SMFH man, we're talking about not just Stevie J, the real Stevie J is joining us on the show today, man. So without further ado, let's bring my man on the show. Stevie, what is up, brother? Thank you
1: for joining hey. me on the show today, man. I appreciate the shout-out, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it, brother. Um, but for those that don't know, you already clarified, I am the, the real Stevie J, but also SMFH. It stands for sports, music, fashion, and ah, happiness. Look, look so that's what we talk I about on the podcast. It. I love it. But it could be shaking my fucking head if you want it to be.
0: <laughs> well, I love it, man. I love how you do it, bro. Um, the show is incredible. Yeah. I love the series that you're currently doing now. If you guys do not have an opportunity, please jump on, as well, on, the, on the IG page even. Um, what you have been doing throughout please. quarantine has been phenomenal. The conversations that you have have been phenomenal. Um, do me a favor, please um, explain to people a little bit about your show and um, and, and even the reason why you yeah.
1: started it, please. Yeah, so for me, uh, sir, it's mm-hmm. really easy, right? So I've been in, um, so just to give people a little background on me, I've been in corporate marketing in corporate America for like awesome. the last 15 years. And it gets real stuff. <laughs> um, when quarantine obviously went into effect and COVID-19 hit, 1,000%. everything slowed down. And I, unfortunately, was a part of a round of layoffs. So all of a sudden, I had a lot of free time on my hands, in addition to taking care of my two boys who were home with me. So for me, creating a creative outlet for my podcast last summer, Mm -hmm. um, but we had a bit of a lag with the frequency with which we were putting out episodes because I was still working full time and trying Mm -hmm. to find that time to dedicate to the podcast. Right, live model, um, that you've seen. Yes, you know where I've had multiple guests come through. We've had Jim Trotter on the podcast from NFL Network, Amazing. Mike Robinson, Nick Storm from Ciroc, National Team. Um, also had Rocky Fresh, you know, hip hop artist. Yes, yes. Um, also Internet James, you know, a bunch of different folks. So again, within sports, let music, know. Let fashion, them know. Keep drops. Keep telling them who's been right, on the so show. We, we talk about all that on the <laughs> podcast and. You know, the, the, what I sort of taught myself as being the host is I'm fluent in all of those subjects, but I like to make sure that I bring on a subject matter expert that actually is involved with sports, involved with music, involved with fashion, like Fashion Geek Zo, who I had on, you know, out of Chicago. Or yeah. with the happiness part allows us to be able to talk about any subject. You know, so whether it's current politics, you know, whether it's Kanye West. Oh, my God. You know, whatever oh. it is going on, like we could talk about it all on the podcast. Podcast, but you know the name of in and of itself came from me just trying to yeah. think of a catchy name I mean I, I I don't know why SMFAs jumped in my head one day and I was just like man I love the acronym I use it all the time in text message you know but I was like man what if this actually I can make it work for what I want to yes. talk about on the podcast so that's how I landed on twisting shaking my fucking head to sports music Absolutely. fashion and happenings which allows me to be able to talk about everything I that I want it, to on man. show. I love it, and I love the positive
0: connotation and the spin that you put on that. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's really, really amazing to see that. And here's the thing: um, as as black people, um, we 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 tend to be the the the, the, cr- the creators, as we all understand. Always. All, always, and have always been, always. and have always been, you know? And that's the thing, to be able to say that yep. and actually be able to go out there, put this show together, you know, your show together, and actually highlight those things and those artists and those people, and being able to show the nuance of not just the artists' itself, but black and brown people is amazing. And it's great that, again, I think COVID has really allowed us to, to take... It, it's funny how this, this opportunity... And I'm gonna, I say it like that very specifically. It's an opportunity for people to sit back there and actually yeah. adapt and grow as individuals. Um, for this, you know, for, free, for yourself, again, obviously, you've you, you really take, taken off and running with this show yourself. Um, what has it been, what for you have you seen, you know, you, for yourself creatively that you've been able to pull from this time?
1: Yeah, from from me, uh, sir, it's it's been a lot, man, because um, as much as I like to look at myself pre-COVID as being a creative corporate marketing dude, you know, I really didn't have a lot of creative chops. Um, What this has sort of forced me to do is now, I mean, you're looking at a one-man band right here, you know, as far as social media content, the captions, you know, all the posts, you know, the content that's going up on both the stories and our page, um, you know, just working all those different angles. Obviously, the show itself, the flow, the questions, reaching out to these different folks and having these uh, pre-conversations before we have the actual interviews, similar to how you do, you know, we're one man bands, you know, I have reaching out to folks and, and trying to bro, have conversations in DM conversations like, and making sure that we're framing it up in I, a I way. I'm sliding in these DMs yeah, like a yeah, thought, yeah. bro. <laughs> 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 right, right. We all thought now, here. But, you know, it's like, it's, I mean, the end game is, again, trying to help people understand what it is we're trying to accomplish Absolutely. with our platforms. You know, we're not TMZs. We're negative stories and trying to get sound bites and headlines. We're literally just trying to have great conversations with people that we view as being great people. Yes. And those conversations are what's going to eventually help us build our platforms cuz the fight the fight podcast, you flowing, bro. You know what I'm saying? It goes Thank both you, ways. Sir. I appreciate you, know, you man. You peeped me and you shot out us on my face and I appreciate it. Of course. But what you are doing with the fight podcast, sir? A lot of people can't do that. And in the, in the most the often most question that I receive is how do you start a podcast? how do you do it? The question I always give is you just got to jump in. There is no handbook no. to this. You know, there is no process because depending on what you want to talk about, how you want to, you know, post, how you want to feature people on your show, it's all up Absolutely. to you. That's the great thing about this is that you have your own canvas yes. and you can mold it into whatever it is you want it to be. But there is no handbook. And when people ask that question, I say the same thing. I'm like, look, you just got to do it. And as you get into it and you, you know, you get more episodes under your belt Cause I think now we're up to, um, you know, we had some episodes before COVID hit, but the Instagram live I've done now 26 Amazing. of them. I love um, you know, so, so we're, you know, I'm in a groove yeah. now I sort of know my, my format and how I want to have it flow during the conversation, obviously talking to people beforehand. Yes. But again, until you get into it, you really can't set all of that. So I know you went through yeah. the same thing when you started your yeah, podcast. Man. You know, and now you got your flow down. You know exactly what you want to do, and it's the same yeah. thing over here. You know, we're still gonna make I tweaks have, you have here to. and there. I look at all a bunch of different podcasts. You know, and shout out, you know, Joe Budden I podcast love that and yes. Monty Jones. Yes, you know, but Jones, obviously, Jamel Hill. I'm mm-hmm. bothered. You know, I watch those religiously, but I I borrow. Yeah, you have to. You know, it's nothing wrong with creatively borrowing from other it's platforms. One thousand percent. You know, things that I see them implement that I like. I try to do it on
0: exactly. mine as well. So. Exactly. And 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 I love that you say that because I yeah. think a lot of times in all of our industries, people are afraid to give each other props. And I love that you went out there and you said, yo, because honestly, the ones that you named Joe Budden, Jamel Hill, Bomani Jones um, are all the, are all podcasts that I also enjoy. And I lo- certain things that they do, I love. I love yeah. that they do. I love yeah. the way that they, like, I love Joe Budden's energy. I love his energy. I love. I love, I, I love the way that he he is authentically him, and that is a beautiful thing. And, and I think there a lot are
1: no these, apologies. No None. apologies.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. And that's how you should do. So let me ask you this: um, because of the all the shows, and we've seen everything from verses to you know, um, all the other people's channels and shit. I ain't gonna name the one brother's name who's shooting chicks in the foot. I ain't gonna talk about oh, that yeah, nigga. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna <laughs> talk about that need to go there. We ain't even gonna go there. But those things like that in shows like that, during quarantine, who do you feel has been winning during quarantine?
1: Well, I'll tell you right now, um, who has already won, actually. He's yes. not even winning. He's won. Yes. He's already shown, he's laid out a blueprint for how to Grow your audience via Instagram Live. And I'm speaking specifically about Instagram Live yes, right now, yes. just that platform. But, um, you know, I started around the same time as him. You know, I don't know that I'm necessarily on the same track, but it's where I'm certainly trying to be. But Kenny Burns is who I'm talking about. Man. So Kenny Burns, um, he started during the during the quarantine, the Kenny Burns show. Yes. It started off as an Instagram Live show that he was doing daily at 3 p.m. on Instagram Live for an hour. Now, keep in mind, Kenny has been in the industry for over 20 years. So he's connected heavy, you know, with heavyweights, you know, so he was able to garner his audience and grow his audience by using those relationships that he had, you know, with folks in the industry. And I'm talking about Rick Ross. I'm talking about, you know, we're going to talk about Rick Ross in a second. Yeah. 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 But I'm talking about like Kevin Hart. Ludicrous. Yes. You know, I yes. mean, he's big, you know, you know, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. You know, not little people. You know, if you're talking about major superstars that he had relationships with, Absolutely. but that's the name of the game. You have to leverage these relationships that you have Absolutely. And he fully capitalized on that to where now the reason why I say he won yes. is because this Instagram live show that he's been doing since I believe April. So about four months, mm-hmm. he's now, as of August, I believe 19th, he's transitioning to a brand new radio show I'm on amazing. V103 down in Atlanta. Wow. So he has spun the Instagram live platform into an actual radio show now with B103, the largest hip hop, you know, hip hop station down in Absolutely. Atlanta um, to where he now has the Kenny Burns show on radio on a much larger platform. That's amazing. You know, that probably will eventually be syndicated. And that's the that's the blueprint to me. That's, that's what I'm mean. trying to get to eventually with this and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, you know, you ask me who's winning and who's Kenny Burns. If Kenny y'all Burns don't know who that is, just look him up. His handle is at Kenny Burns. The dude is super motivational. Man. I mean, he's a, he's I look up to the dude. You know what that's I'm saying? Awesome, a lot of people look up to athletes and politicians, this, that, and the third. My idol is Kenny Burns. And that's, that's what amazing. I'm trying to emulate. Now it just so happens that I'm also bald and I got a beard. I'm not trying to copy him. I'm not <laughs> That's just copy that's him, it. That's I'm, it. I'm bald too. Yeah. You know? And we're both light skinned and I got a beard. But other than that, like I look up to the dude and everything he does, man. So yeah. That's what I, I love feels that. And,
0: and, I, and I always and again, one of the biggest reasons that I started this show is I want to highlight individuals like that and like yourselves. And uh, and for me, I, I've always stated from the beginning, this is I'm, I'm going on three years doing this show now. Um, I uh, obviously during quarantine is when I started doing the Scrappy Hour, which is our weekly, you know, uh, our yeah. weekly show that yeah. we have on there. And uh, and, and and again, I, I take cues from yourself. I, so I watch your show. I take cues there. Um, And I see how people are developing and growing and doing it. And there have been so especially, like I said, during quarantine, people have taken their creative push and said, you know what? If we can't do this, we're going to take it over here and continue growing and building the culture. And one thing that I have noticed, and I want to get your thoughts on this, is how our culture, how black culture, how sports, music, fashion, how all of us have been able to go ahead and really stand out during this time. Um, For me, I want to start off with this. Let, let's start off with how to, versus. The versus battles yeah. grow yeah. incredible. The what the, with DMX versus Snoop Dogg. But they fixed it, They they, fixed it. Time, they, they time. fixed it. The way that they went ahead and they're making sure they're on the yeah. same spot yeah, yeah, is yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. They've adapted, they've grown. The Teddy Riley one was trash, we all know that. But the fact that we're here now, you know what I'm saying, and we're making it happen, it is incredible. Yeah, right um they again, obviously we we had Snoop Dogg DMX. Oh, oh, what a what a great show. It made me feel good. Yeah, yeah, that, was that that was one of that was one of the best best yet. Oh, it felt great. It felt good. And that's what I wanted yeah. to ask you, man, between those yeah. matchups, that one it, and also the Rick Ross two chains one that was just this week to me those are two of the best ones that they've had they've yeah. been incredible the music and these are one of those yeah. things that I think that is allowing artists mm-hmm. to get these platforms and also it's allowing people to to under know their their discographies it's hilarious because you and I have grown up and have been immersed with hip hop culture. We know, we know all these dudes' B sides. Right, right. We know the B sides. So when it comes on, it's like, oh, right, this is my right. shit. But next thing you know, but most people are. It's yeah. like they're learning these artists over again, and it's such a, such an amazing thing. And the one thing that right, I've really noticed right. with him and all the DJs, oh, the, the the community that it is building, I think, is phenomenal. Um, how? What are your thoughts on yeah. just? versus specifically and what they have done for the culture?
1: Well, I think, you know, versus specifically, it's another example of how we as a people continue to create and and set the tone. You know, I mean, think about where versus came from. It came from literally Timbaland and uh, Swiss Beats just talking to each other on Instagram in the comments section. And, you know, they were just like, man, it would be dope if, you know, such and such matched up with such and such and we did like a battle. Now, obviously those two guys, Timbaland and Swiss Beats, they have the capital and the platform to be able to implement something on the scale Absolutely. of which we see a versus happening now. You know, and obviously those relationships in the industry to make it happen. But again, it was born from a conversation in the comment section to where now it has grown to where they have specific partnerships in place with Apple Music, in addition to Instagram which allows them to keep going beyond the hour. Like, all the rest of us get cut off on Instagram Live after an hour, you know, but uh, then we gotta hop. It it, it must be nice. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh,
0: hold up a second, guys. It looks like we might have, our our connection might be off a little bit. So we're gonna make sure we go ahead and keep the party going. Uh, Give us one second while, like I said, we get his screen back up and rocking. I hope you guys are enjoying this conversation that I'm having with the real Stevie J. I'm telling you, man, this dude is incredible, man. He has, like I said, an amazing, amazing, amazing show. uh, And I'm so happy 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 to have him on the show today man um the the versus battles so to speak i'm telling you are some of those things that i think not enough people are i don't want to say not enough people because obviously we're getting so so many people um paying attention to what's going on with the versus battles themselves right and they're incredible but man the the way that it builds a community the way that it actually brings people together i think is again it it truly is top notch it's one of the best things um, that I have personally seen on the show, uh, like out there, um, but the fact that it's continually to grow um, for me it is something that really, really, really uh, stands out. Um, we're working on getting Stevie J back, man. Looks like we're having a couple uh, technical difficulties with our, our Skype, but that's not stopping us. Like I said, we're gonna keep this going uh, really quick. I want to take a shout out and I want us to go ahead and actually. Um, Let's go ahead and I want to talk about for a moment while I have, I were waiting for Steve to come back on the show. Um, this past weekend's UFC card. This weekend, man, we had Derek Lewis come out here and do absolute work, man. Um, he beat Alexi Olenek. And one of the things about it is, man, a lot of people looked at this and did not anticipate uh, for that to happen, especially in the manner in which it did. All right, guys, I think we have Steve back on the show. We have you back on. There it is. Sorry about that, man. Like I said, we got it back. Just to let you know, man, I I kept talking trash like nothing, man. So it was, it's like you, you weren't even missed, man. We were here. We, we one, one thing I know, one thing
1: I know you're going to improvise. Um, but ap- apologies about that, man. I, I thought I set my phone to do not disturb. A phone call came in and kicked me out. Oh, uh, No worries at all.
0: No, no worries that. at all, man. Um, But like I said, we're talking about the verses and, and the, the cultural influence that it has had. Um, and So, so before, before we move on to this one, man, I... Which battle, as a fan, would you like to see? Would you like to see what is a dream matchup
1: for you that you would enjoy? I mean, dream matchup. Okay, yeah, will be Jay Z and and Nas. I mean, that's just Jay Z and Nas. I mean, we're talking dreams, right? So dreams. We know that would never (laughs) happen. You know. Um, but then a close second to that too, I would also like to see Kanye versus Pharrell on, on, on a pr- on a producer. But matter. I know that's not. Oh, gonna that'd happen. be phenomenal. Yes, on a producer exactly. Because I mean, think, think of it like Man. they could go fifty rounds and it'll be Easy. fifty hits. Easy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like so, so Pharrell and Kanye, Jay Z and Nas, or which I think might eventually happen because they're talking about it now potentially. But Diddy and J D. That'd be amazing. Because to think about from a producer standpoint, Bad Boy, you know, So So deaf from an ownership standpoint, the amount of songs that they could bring to the table that they've been associated with putting out. Diddy and JD both got hits for days now. For days. That would be a hell of a battle. And we're talking about going back to the 90s with all the way up to now, current days. So... You know, that, that would be another one I would love to see. Those would be heavyweight matchups that we're already getting
0: with the Rick Ross and the two chains. you are getting like a million right. people watching, right? And you got obviously right. with Rick Ross and two chains, Rick Ross getting rubbed down and getting his massage. We got two chains with the strippers and whatnot. That was a boss said, move. That oh was it, boss it was move. amazing. It was amazing. But here's the, the matchup that I would like to see. I want okay. to see Sade versus Anita Baker. That's the matchup. Oh, so up. you're on
1: that train, uh, bro?
0: I heard them say
1: it, and when the moment that I heard that, I but, was but, like, but, "Man, but, but, hold up!" But sir, 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 hold. Up. So this is my retort today. I'm, I'm here. For All right, it. Can I'm I jump here for it. Can Brother, I jump come in? Come on. Look, so I love both of them as yes. an artist. My wife would be the first one to tell you. We rock with we rock with Shadé. We rock with Anita yes. Baker. They're in the house. They own in the house constantly. constantly. But. At the end of the day, when we're talking about a battle, can you imagine even Sade saying more than 10 words during the course of the battle? Is she even going to speak? First of all... You see what I'm saying? Like like, That's the thing. Like Anita is so soft-spoken, too. I just don't know how it would go from a chemistry standpoint. Because think about what they've been doing now. They've been intentionally matching up people that they know are going to have these stories to talk about in between. Right, right, right. Because you think about it. It started really with the way they did... Uh, Nelly and yes. Ludacris. Yes. And when that Nelly Luda went down, they had all these intertwining stories of how they came up through the industry, blah, blah, blah. It continued with Fab and then and, 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 um, Fab and Jadakiss. that ass. And then obviously with Snoop and DMX and now with 2 Chainz and Ross, you know, those have been the way that they're doing it now. But Anita and Sade, they're both so soft-spoken. I don't know what type of conversation, like if we yeah. would even get any I, conversation out of either I'll you know? be honest with now, you. If there's a situation where Timbaland got yeah. On, yeah. And Riz got on and they just played the cuts from both, I'd be down for that. Yeah. But having those two in a room and trying to get some type of conversation, I'd be like, yeah. No. Now, now, another okay. one though in that same game okay. that might be something. Now, if you can get Patty LaBelle, Patty A, and that's another dream matchup. She's a queen. But if you can get Patty LaBelle with Anita Baker. I think that could work. That might work. I just don't feel like is gonna bring the energy to, to an event like this. Nothing against her. I love her. Love her Absolutely. as an artist. Like rock with all the albums, but I just don't think she will bring the energy. But I know Patty and Anita are friends. They're, 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 so they yeah. got stories for yeah. days, and that would just be a natural yeah. I I I, I like to I like parent. your
0: spin on it. First of all. We don't know how old Sade is. I think she's a vampire. She's been alive forever. We only see bruh, her at night. Bruh, so. She's been 35 <laughs> for about 15, 20 he, he easily, years. She's stuck at 35, and, I, and I'm cool with it. Like she, so I, I look at her, man. Something between the, the 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 blood sucking and anything else. She she has to have a story or two. So I'm. I, but look, whatever she got, I, I want it. I want to stay with Who you telling? Too, who are you telling, <laughs> dude? I went from Sade being 35 when I was a kid. Now I'm creeping up on 35, and she looked the same age as me still. So I'm older than her
1: now, <laughs> which is crazy. 40, and I'm older than her now.
0: <laughs> That's it, man. Um, so, okay, so let's go ahead and jump into sports a little bit, man, because I actually yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. talk about all of this, man. Um, uh, uh, Let me let's ask you go. this. Are you, in terms of fights, man, are, are you a fight fan at all?
1: So, I am, um, but, but, but I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm what you would classify as a casual fan. The, the perfect. And what I mean which, by which that you, uh, casual, I, I go for the big fights. Okay, so, you know, the that, big fights that are being promoted, the absolutely. ones that all the networks are telling me about, yes. those are the ones I'm tuning yeah. in to watch. Well, I, I love it because I'm going to ask you about this. Mike
0: Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., when this fight was announced,
1: what yeah. was the initial thought running through your head? Roy Jones got a wish to die in the ring. Really? Because, bro, bro have you seen what Mike Tyson's doing to get back? I, look,
0: I'm going to let you Roy say what you got to say.
1: Roy, so number one, Roy has never gone against a heavyweight. That's not true. Let alone yeah, he's won, he's won heavyweight of the of a heavyweight belt. He won a belt. He won uh, a heavyweight belt. He beat, he, he beat. No, no, that was a
0: light heavyweight. No, that was light no. heavyweight. He, he, he's, won, he's also won a heavyweight title.
1: Roy won a uh, heavyweight.
0: Roy was a... I thought that was light heavyweight. You sure, sir? Brother, I am the fight guy. (laughs) Hey, look, I'm pushing the fight (laughs) guy. I I am the fight guy, brother. Come on, son. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm shut up. (laughs) Roy Jones Jr. moved up from 170 pounds. who had that... that he was at 160, move up to 175. Then he moved all the way up to over 200 pounds and he beat Ruiz for the heavyweight title. The only reason he actually ended up getting chin checked by Antonio Tarver is because after he gained all that weight and muscle, six months later, he took a fight with Antonio Tarver that he should not have taken. So he cut all body weight and muscle down. So when he was in that fight, he ended up getting rocked because of all the the, the things and then ever since then, he just wasn't able to, 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 to denigrate. Now, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. So he has fought heavyweight and he's fought guys that size. Um people and I think people and again, this, this is just me inspired. I i I love hearing people talk yeah. about this because I and I love Mike Tyson. And I think people think I hate all Mike. I love Mike. I think Mike's second act is better than his first act. Um I I I think his podcast we're talking about people that you look up to in terms of his podcast I think yes. is phenomenal and the way that he's been yeah, at all. I love, I love it. it. I love it. I mean dude, I'm a stoner. I yeah. being a stoner I love that shit. I smoke daily, shit I smoke this morning. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so having Mike sitting here talking about that thing is, a, is, is beautiful to me. Um, but I think a couple of things that people are not taking into account. Number one, Mike Tyson's prime was between 1988 to 1990. Roy Jones Jr.'s prime was from 1992 to 2010. Roy, Mike Tyson's last fight was almost 20 years ago. Roy Jones Jr.'s last fight was 18 months ago. In the last five years, Roy Jones Jr. has only lost once in the last five years. And he has been active consistently within the last five years. Those are things that people okay. aren't taking into account or putting in the, in the mix. Another thing is this. Right, because we're stuck, we're stuck on the Tyson the style. Exactly, and then we're also looking at to take this into account also. Think about this. Mike Tyson was a fat ass 300 pound dude last December. His ass just got in shape. He got in shape this year. You know what I'm saying? And we're seeing him That's, getting in shape now. Again, we're talking about Roy Jones, who was just in the ring 18 months ago. And, and again, now let's let's go into the stylistic matchups. Name me one legendary fighter that Mike Tyson has ever beaten in his career. Don't worry, I'll wait.
1: <laughs> well, there's no need to wait long because there is, there is no one to exactly. list. Exactly. <laughs>
0: now you go on the other end, Roy Jones... Had a longer priming out. Here's the thing. And I love the fact that we're talking about, and it's also ring IQ, ring generalship. We forget how brilliant of a fight IQ Roy Jones Jr. has. Um, So so for me, I I think that, I think Mike Tyson's going to come to tear his head off.
1: I think if Mike Tyson doesn't- Right. I mean, Mike Mike is coming in the ring to land the one punch. We all know that. He's just trying to land the one punch. Absolutely, and I'll say this. If Mike Tyson
0: does not get that one punch within the first six minutes of the fight, I think Mike Tyson gets knocked out.
1: Because he'll be winded in time. And here's the thing.
0: Mike Tyson, one thing that Mike Tyson has never showed us throughout career is... Mike ain't got no heart. Mike ain't got no heart. Mike ain't never
1: showed us. does. No, no, no. You know, it's funny you say that, Serge, because I was having this conversation with somebody not too long ago too, talking about Mike Tyson, and it's funny that you mentioned the heart piece because for as brilliant as he was during his crime, and as intimidating as he was during his crime, he is almost like that bully. He's a bully. That when the bully finally gets knocked out, he he ain't the same and no, none of the kids on the playground respects him anymore, mm-hmm. and he don't want to fight nobody no more yep. for real because he knows that not, he took not, that L in front of everybody and no got more. embarrassed.
0: You're not scary to me no more. I've seen you lose, and not only do I see you lose, I know how you can lose. As long as I can withstand you for a couple rounds, and I can withstand your, the initial tidal wave, and don't get it twisted, that motherfucking tidal wave is something else. Right, but right. if you can get past that tidal wave, you can realistically put the yammers on Mike. Now, again, I'm not taking anything away from Mike. I, I just find it so interesting how people are discounting Roy Jones. And I'm gonna sit there, because we, since we also talk about music on this show, and like I said, we talking about sports, I'm gonna go straight into music. Cause y'all must've forgot. Cause Roy Jones, not only could he, my man still rap a little bit, that was a classic ass track, and y'all must've forgot oh, how dope track. Roy Jones actually was. <laughs> So I need people to understand that, man. But again, I am looking forward to it as a fan nostalgia. I'm looking forward to it. Now, granted, I'm going to ask you yeah. this, too. I think it's amazing that this is pay-per-view. People going to be paying attention to it because I, I also ask people this. Would you pay to watch George Gervin play Dr. J one-on-one today?
1: To Today? Yeah, would you? Hell no. So why are we paying to watch these two old niggas fight? Because they... So you just made the point. You're talking about George Gervin and Dr. J, who last dribbled in the NBA 30 years ago. Uh, They even older than Mike and Roy. You just told me Roy fought 18 months ago. I I understand. So that means Roy is not that far removed, and Mike Mike fought 20 months ago or 20 years years ago ago. his last fight. But that's Mike Tyson. Like people have Mike Tyson on the like Mount Rushmore of you know, on the Mount Rushmore of boxing. They some they people do. do. They, they do. Sir, they you do. might not. No. Some people do. Yeah, they do. But that's the question. So when you start talking about Mike Tyson, you got to do better than George Gervin and Dr. J when you are comparing. Like, because to some fine. people, to some people, Mike Tyson is Michael Jordan. True. So True. if you ask True. me what people pay right now to watch Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson, hell yeah. If you set that up right now, People will pay to watch that, or Mike versus Scott. I love it. I, I, they that, just flipped that's the that, one that,
0: that is a good People point. People will pay to watch yes. that. Yes, you're right. You know what I'm like saying? Or
1: it. we could go back further. If it was, if it was, uh, well, no, nah, I'm not going. No, nah, never mind. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I was, look, I was about to say, Akeem versus Shaq, but Akeem too old now. He and, can't even hey,
0: keep up with Shaq. I don't right. know, man. I Shaq kind of chunky now. Akeem <laughs> might still be able to hit him with the shake. Well, he might be able to get him with the dream shake
1: and keep it rocking. Yeah. Um, But, no, my point to that, though, Mm -hmm. is just when you start, like, the comparison, like, I I like the Dr. J. George comparison with where people have Mike. Again, it's emotional. See, that's the thing. Like, you got to realize the difference with Mike is it's emotional. The emotional connection that people have with Mike Tyson. And, again, it goes beyond boxing. It does. He's a cultural icon. And I'm glad you said that. He's not just boxing. And and
0: I love that you said that because the thing I've always appreciated and loved about Mike is that Mike Tyson is hip-hop culture. He's always been hip hop. Well, one hundred percent. And for me, as a combat sports guy, especially someone who loves MMA, and I'd love to get your, yeah. your your thoughts on this as well. Is I do not believe that they do a good job in, in showing. Because here's the thing: it is a sport that Black Americans dominate, and the, even the individuals we, in I'm the here, sport. We dominate. Exactly, we dominate the sport, and not only do we dominate the sport, everyone who is in top, they it's our culture that they love. Conor McGregor right. is the notorious Conor McGregor, and he comes in listening to Biggie and shit. We all know where exactly. he got that name from, exactly. So we have that, and then we see these things, and right. and and I love the fact that we have, you know, Mike is hip hop, and I think fighting, in essence, is also hip hop because of the rebellious attitude and everything that that, that it comes into it. And again, hip-hop, and that's why I think there's always been such a correlation between the two, and I think that's why I've always loved the two as much, because those are two passions of mine. Um, Is there anybody yeah. today in which you really feels embodies that same type of hip-hop culture, not just in MMA, but boxing, or so all of combat sports for yourself that you've seen mm-hmm. from the outside looking in, that you look at, you like, he is somebody that is
1: culture. Well, I mean, no, for mm-hmm. all our first thought, I mean it goes to Deontay Wilder. I, I mean, Deontay Wilder to me sort of summarizes if our culture the most right now is it currently stands in the heavyweight yes. division. The, the most underappreciated heavyweight yeah, yeah, the heavyweight 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 that
0: I've ever seen. It's amazing. D do, do you DO know, the only person who has a longer title, he has a longer title reign at heavyweight than Muhammad Ali. And nobody wants to give him that yeah. credit. Yeah, yeah, secondly, yes. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And if we're looking at the na- the numbers, he has the highest KO percentage of all heavyweight history. All
1: it, it, it's, it, and yeah. here's the
0: thing, he's doing it undersized. He's
1: undersized yeah. for the weight class. He's truly a cruiserweight. So you, yeah, yeah, because Tyson lost weight for the last, still outweighed, uh, he still outweighed him by like 40 pounds.
0: That dude was like 50 pounds heavier than that nigga. He was huge. He was big as <laughs> right, shit, right. you know, but, and so I love that because, and I love De- Deontay Wilder, and also I love what about Deontay Wilder is that he also embraces and embodies black culture. And I love that mm. so much. And he is a powerful, yeah. positive black man. Um, with everything that is going yeah. on in the country today, I think these things and these conversations are extremely important. Um, for us to sit here as a people, to sit here and have these conversations, And as a people to share information, because a lot of information has not been shared. On your show, you have incredible conversations with individuals who are sharing these conversations politically and everything. Um, I I, want to ask you about, obviously, book recommendations. um, But what I do want to ask you before that, in terms of what is happening with black Americans in this country, what do you feel that as a people, we can continue doing to pushing
1: ourselves forward? Honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, as far as pushing our culture yes, forward, the only thing that we can continue to do is try to continue to elevate the positivity. Because I think, and this is again, this is just me. This is my own, you know, I'm talking just for my own That's perspective what I want. right yes, now. Sir. So I'm not I'm not speaking for you yes. or anybody else that might be tuning yes. in. This is my perspective. But I just think that as a people, we have been literally taught negativity our entire Resistance. lives. So it's almost natural for us as a people to naturally just gravitate to negativity because that's all we know. That's all we've been taught in schools. We haven't been taught about the black heroes. We haven't been taught about all the black and like we might get a few, you know, I I, I learned about George Washington Carver during man. Black History Month. That was the one guy man, I knew, man, man. you know, that I learned during Black give History it us Month. They the told me about her and tell me, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, but like that was it. I didn't get a formal education on all the other thousands of black heroes out here that literally created everything that we use today in this country. And when the country was being formed, it was coming from us, but we didn't know any of that, you know, but, but again, I, I my bigger point is that as a culture and as a people, we just have to continue elevating positivity. And what I mean by that is this next generation, of kids that are coming up the way that they are being highlighted right now on social media, the way that they're being highlighted right now with the protests that are going on, that needs to continue, the the peaceful protest needs to continue because that's the only way our voices are gonna truly be heard. And as long as we continue to organize and highlight the positives within our communities, I think that'll start to shift change. And then obviously the things that happen where we can actually hit the, the powers that be in the buck, you know, hit them where it hurts with the money piece, you know, now, obviously, there's, there's to that, so I don't know that we'll ever get on the same page as a people as one to do something that drastically hits them in the pocket. But, yes. you know, there are things that we can continue to do as far as you see it right now with certain brands out here now, making sure, you know, everybody now is hiring a chief diversity officer who's <laughs> a black person, yes. you know, to make sure yes. that these companies are being held accountable for not having black voices and black faces in these rooms that are making decisions, You know, you look at the Pepsi commercial from a few years back with Kylie Jenner during the or Kendall during the protest, and she, you know, held up the Pepsi. It's like, wait, wait, there was there wasn't one black person in the room to tell y'all that you shouldn't have done that. The same thing with H and M when they had the T shirt with the black face on. It's like, wait, there wasn't one black person in the room that told y'all y'all shouldn't do that as a brand. You know, so I just think things like that as long as we keep taking these baby steps, eventually one day, and I'm an optimist by heart. Mm-hmm. I, that's just me. As well. I think we'll get to a much better place. I don't believe those that that is going to be in my lifetime. Um, but I certainly think that ultimately change can mm-hmm. come about and begin to like truly be felt and seen when my kids come of age. Because I have a six year old son. And yes. I, yes. Two, yes. I got two young black boys that I'm out here raising now. Incredible. And, and as they get out here in society, I'm gonna to have to have much tougher conversations. Yes. Um with them. Yeah. You know, so well, most, well, i you want know, to say during this that lifetime to get to a point to where it's not as not as deep. Absolutely. Well,
0: I wanna say this, man. First and foremost, salute to you as a positive black father. That is so important. And I think that um, we do not as black men get the credit that we deserve. Um, b- for the positive men that are in, they always make it seem like it's just the moms or whatever else, and like, and, and, and it is, it is a narrative in which media has portrayed that the black man is not in the household, and that we are, yep. you know, just, just irrelevant. We're, we're, we're scumbags, and right, and, and, right. and all we do, we're, we're, all we're good for is fucking and going to jail. That's it. You know, right. so anytime that I see a, a positive role model, a positive black father specifically, I'm blessed to have a a, a black father in my life that has, you know, he, he he's my dad is still here. My dad, you know, that's my guy. Granny, yeah. we, we, we you know, we, we you know, he, he's, he's from Atlanta. You know, I'm from okay. Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my, dude, my, my pops from Atlanta went to Morehouse and went to Howard. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, so yeah, okay. black, blackity black. <laughs> you know what I'm down, saying? Man.
1: Yeah,
0: me, yo, you love. Let's go. Oh, ab- absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like for somebody like that, man, I, I'm, I'm very happy that I grew up in that. I grew up in Atlanta, you know, going back and forth from Chicago to Atlanta, okay. I was able to see and I was around because that is very two cities that are very much politically active within the black and brown community. You know, yeah. and, and they're very revolutionary in that regard. So the fact that I grew up in both of those cities and I was able to see that I'm, I'm and I, I think that could probably really took put into account what I'm currently doing today with this and why I'm, you know, the, the, the worldview that I have is. But again, I say all that to say and again, bring it back to you, brother. Salute to you, sir. I love that. And I love, you know, that you're continually bringing positivity um, out there in the world, and you're putting that out there. I love it, man. I really do. Um, All right, a couple quick hits before we get you out of here, man. And yeah. Thank you so much for, for being so kind with your time today, man. Thank you very much for that. My pleasure, uh, man. My pleasure. Yeah, I'm glad absolutely. we were able to connect. I know, man. And you know what, man? I truly want to do this more regularly with you because, uh, um, especially with people who have, you know, I enjoy bringing <laughs> on people who have their own pods as well, because it's so good to have people on the show who are accustomed to talking.
1: And right, it, right. It, it makes a difference. We can have that it, conversation it, and that banter and we can play off each other. So absolutely. Let's go. It, it let Absolutely. me know when you'll be back. And I gotta bring you on. Sir, on the SMFH podcast, people.
0: We Thank will have you, the fight
1: podcast on there. So stay tuned for that absolutely. date.
0: Absolutely. Yes, sir. We would definitely get it on. I cannot wait, man. I'm looking forward to it. But let's get some quick hits, man. yeah, Um talked about uh book I want book recommendations. Anything that you would suggest somebody reading um, as of right now, whether it be something, I don't care if it is something that is more, you know, socially yeah. active and socially mindful, or it, it could be anything. It could, it could be a you know, any and you know, even a business book. What was something that you would suggest some people picking up um for yourself? What would, would that be? So,
1: Serge, two seconds. Can I get two seconds? Yes. I literally want to grab yes. them and put them right, right here on the screen.
0: Yeah, two Let's seconds. See it, absolutely.
1: Hey, freestyle right oh, quick. I got freestyle, that. I can freestyle right Freestyle, quick. hold
0: on, let me get it. Um, look, man, I-, I love that we have the real Stevie J coming on the show today, man. Uh, this is incredible. And the, again, like I've said before, and I've said so many times, these are, the re- these are the conversations that I love. These are the conversations that I want, man. And this is why be started this show. I started this show to make sure that people are getting a platform and seeing amazing individuals that are brilliant at what they do, man. And when we have that, my
1: man is back. What up, brother? What we got? Hey, I'm back, man. So look, I wanted to make sure sh- Talk about, literally show everybody what i'm talking what about more? so the first book that i'm almost done reading i actually got three more chapters okay, to go okay unfuck yourself
0: i've heard of that i heard it's a great book but gary so johnson yes sir Unfuck
1: yourself yes and it's by gary john bishop and this book here literally tells you from a mental standpoint how fucked up we are in our own heads yes you know it it, 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 it forces you to confront yourself, mm-hmm. confront all the things that you've dealt with throughout your life. And it's not a psychology book, mm-hmm. but it is it, literally retraining yourself how to think and think positive. It's amazing. Versus negative. Yes. Because um, we all have negative thoughts that seep in from time to time, and we can all be pessimistic in certain situations. Very true. So this book teach you, teaches you how to get out of your own head and into your own life. Amazing. And stop letting all the noise and all the little things that pop up from time to time in our lives really bother you and just keep going so this book has been amazing um i feel a whole lot better having read it that's great the words again it's not it's not the bible yeah 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 like but the recommendations that gary gives in this book are truly things that you can apply to your life immediately and see an instant change awesome um so unfuck yourself with the first one and then for you sir and i would recommend this book because i did it because of the podcast yeah heck yeah Chasing Cool. Okay, I like that. So, Chasing Cool, in this, right uh, this down book now. here by uh, Noah Kerner. Okay, okay. All right. So, Chasing Cool—that is the other book. This book here is literally teaching you as a brand how to stand out from the clutter. I love so it. Think about it. We both have podcasts. There are over a million podcasts. There is. There is out there. You know. So, this book helps you figure out strategies and figure out tactics to stand out in a cluttered marketplace. I love that. Because that's essentially what we're in right now. So Chasing Cool. And don't worry, I'm gonna shoot them to you. I'll send you i I'll send you the info and the DM you, uh, direct links and everything. Absolutely. But you know, those are the two books that I'm reading right now that I would recommend to anybody. Beautiful. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, the unfung more of a mental aspect of yes. things. Yes. The Chasing and Cool is more if you have your own brand or own company or something like that or, you know, you're on entrepreneur track, you know, this teaches you just strategies and tactics and things like that to help you stand out better within your own marketplace.
0: Beautiful, man, beautiful. Um, I cannot wait. Like I said, definitely chasing cool and unfuck yourself. I've heard such amazing things about it. So thank you so much for those recommendations. All right, next quick hit. Music, what are you listening to right now? What should we be listening
1: to? So uh, music right now, Really, hip hop? I'm not. I mean, I'm more, I'm more old school. Well, you tell know, me, brother. Yeah, you know, yeah Let me know. I'm, yeah, yeah. So, like, honestly, I'm still listening to the verses battles. Like, so what I do is after all the verses battles, I download nice. from uh title. Shout out title. I hate that's um, the Black only on streaming sh- that's the only streaming service that I use as well, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I download them as soon as the verses battle is over. And I listen to those. I mean, obviously, I listen to Drake, you know. But Drake now is going more on that British tip. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not really feeling that, you know. So I'm gonna let him rock out. He might come back eventually. Um, I am looking forward to Dave East's new project coming I out this too. Friday, though. Yes. he has a new project coming out this Friday. Um, you know, the, the, but the, uh, I guess on the, on the yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess from a, from a musical standpoint, what I'm really listening to. I found myself now really gravitating more to R and B. Okay. Um, and some of the cats that I've been really rocking with lately, Givion, who actually was introduced by Drake uh, okay. to the masses, he's singing the hook on that Chicago freestyle. Ah, okay. That was okay. on, that was on uh, Drake's last album. I love so it. So he's singing the hook on that Chicago freestyle, so that's how I discovered him. But then another guy, too, is a Loner, and it's spelled okay. L-O-N-R. Okay. Um, I know he's out of Cali, and that dude is, he's super talented, mad talented. Whoa. Um, And then a young lady that I'm really listening to right now, Neo. Okay. So have you heard of Nao? I have not, no. All right, so Nao, um, and okay. she's a young lady. She's got crazy range with her vocals. Nice. And, you know, she almost puts you in the mind of uh, of her. You oh, know, her. yeah, of course. Of she course. puts you in the mind of her, but she's a little bit more mellower. Um, how ah, you know, I like how that. Describe it. But Nao is, she's she's got it. She's got I love it. it. You know, I hope she pops and gets the you know gets her just due one day. Um, that sounds you know, like that, um, you know. that Victoria Monet girl because I've been listening to
0: her recently R and B wise. And um yeah. She's incredible. I listen to like Snow Allegra who R and B wise. Yeah, Can't forget Snow. Can't, Can't forget, forget Snow. Snow. She's incredible. Um, on yeah. The, for the men, I think Sir is is one of my so- favorite. You know, Sir is is, is a yeah. great dude. Like, oh, I, I'm an R&B head, brother. I love R&B. Okay. Yeah, okay. so when you said R&B, I'm like, oh, I, I, don't, I ain't never heard of old girl. Neither well, look, my I'm, guy, I'm who her.
1: I'm still waiting for to come back, and I'm like, yo, bro, you went and had a kid and got married and just totally forgot about us. Where's my guy Bryson Tiller? I've been waiting for my G Bryson Tiller to give me something. Because <laughs> I rock with BT. And now Didn't he, we? He's disappeared. He's been gone now for almost two over two years. I'm like, yo, bro, like, what's up, man? Bro, I've been you waiting. You done or coming back in the game? I've been waiting for
0: him. I've been waiting for Rihanna. Like, I feel like motherfuckers ain't coming back yeah, like yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But yo, um, the real Stevie J brother, thank you so much for your time today
1: and joining us on the show today. Where can people find you? So yeah, on uh you can find me on Instagram more than any other platform. I'm also on Twitter, but the handle at the real Stevie J. Um, That's the personal handle, but then obviously for the podcast itself, at the SMFH podcast. There it is. Those are the two places you'll find me hanging out. So come plug with me. Check me out. And again, y'all stay tuned because I'm going to flip it on surge and interview him when he comes on the SMFH podcast soon in the coming weeks. So we're going to set that up for sure, bro. There it
0: is. Now, I appreciate you, man. I-, I look forward to being on the show. I truly do. I cannot wait. And uh, dude, we got to do this again, man. You got to jump on the Scrappy. Yo. Yes, sir.
1: Gotta, hey, let's do the scrappy. Yeah, because I feel like that. I feel like that platform there is where we can really let let's loose. Let's do it. I didn't feel comfortable like cursing on here. Oh. You know, I didn't want to go. No, to nigga. This, this hour. I'm gonna have a drink in my hand and we are gonna let that, loose. That, that the uncle nearest. Get that.
0: I seen you with the uh, uncle nearest, bro. Can, can I get, get the uncle that, can nearest? I get let, let, let's see it, bro. Let's see
1: it. Ladies and gentlemen, again. If you're not familiar, Uncle Nearest, okay? we got 1884 and you got the 1856, okay? Whiskey, the fastest growing whiskey brand in the U.S. right now. And again, this brand is special because number one, not only is it black owned, it's black female owned. Shout out Farm Weaver. My guy Kenny Burns is one Mm -hmm. of the owners on it too. Amazing. Um, But Uncle Nearest is actually who taught Jack Daniels how to make, Whiskey. Yes. So there would be no Jack Daniels if it wasn't for Uncle Nearest. So yet another example of Black people setting the tone, building the culture. Now, his story didn't get told until now. Yes. So it's been almost 100 plus years, mm. you know, since we knew who Uncle Nearest was. Guess, amazing. But again, I, Uncle Nearest yeah. taught Jack Daniels everything he knows yeah. about making liquor. Yeah. So the fact that his story is being told now, he's finally getting to just doing his family is starting to finally reap the rewards of the work that he put in you know, while he was here. That's what makes that is what makes this story, you know, so great. I mean, it's just a great story all the way around. Um again, Black owned company, and I believe one of his great granddaughters or great great-granddaughters is involved Amazing. with the company too. Amazing. So the family's starting to finally get their recognition. And it's just great. Altamark. I love it, man. And honestly, I, I, but the whiskey is good. The big thing is that the whiskey is actually good. Yes. And, and I, and I'm a whiskey guy. I, like, I keep going through them as y'all can see. Like the whiskey <laughs> is good.
0: I love it. I, I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy myself. Um, it, yeah. it is, um, it is, I, I, I recently heard about him. i say about six months ago, I think I heard about uncle nearest and, yeah. um, and actually it is, uh, it has been my go. I have not bought myself a bottle yet, but I have sent it to other people. It's one of those. So I like for myself. I, I I'm gonna buy myself a bottle soon. Um, but yes, yeah. black owned. And I'm gonna be honest with you, if I'm gonna get anything, I'm, I'm I'm honestly I rock with black owned shit, and that's how I do, man. So, um, brother, salute yeah. to you. Salute to Uncle Nearest. And man, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, bro.
1: Hey, Serge, thank you again for the invite, man. Let's connect here in the future, bro. Absolutely, brother. We'll see you next time, man. Thank you. All right, take All right, Bye, bye.
0: All right. That was the real Stevie J joining us on the show, man. Amazing conversation today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on episode two twenty eight of the Fight Podcast. Remember, we're brought to you each and every week by Everlast. We're brought to you each and every week by um, NUG Club Official. We're brought to you each and every week by um go ahead and uh cbd pure check them all out you get discounts on all of them with promo code the fight check them out today um this is an episode 228 this is your host the underground king serge vicente love you guys we'll see you next time right here on the fight podcast